You're listening to the Slavic Connection ACAC 2019 San Francisco. the change? Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lena, Sasha, thank you so much for joining us here at ACES on the Slavic Connection. How are you all doing right now? Uh, excellent. Yeah, we're doing fine. <laughs> a good conference? Yes. Uh, we're very excited to have you here. Um, you are both associate professors of Russian film studies at William & Mary. Um, could you both give us a little bit of an introduction uh, to yourselves and to your research interests, what you've been doing recently? Yeah, well, um, are originally from Moscow and we both graduated from the Moscow State University Department, uh, well, School of Philology. And we came to the US in 91? 92? Yeah, 92. 92. So basically, yeah, we went to graduate school at the University of Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. um, we were very lucky, I think, uh, especially like when we entered the graduate program, there were very few places both in Russia uh, and uh, in the U.S. where uh, Slavic studies programs focused on contemporary studies, no, popular, uh, culture. popular yeah, culture, culture, visual culture, film. And our teachers uh, were, I think, pioneers who, uh, well, taught us a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, they also told us that we shouldn't stay within Slavic studies program and we should also do branch out, <laughs> branch out exactly uh, cultural studies and uh, film studies. So we actually studied in three programs and this was the best thing really? that happened to us because uh, we learned kind of about what does it mean to be interdisciplinary studies mm -hmm. scholars and uh, yeah, which now is kind of a commonplace <laughs> that yeah. you you have to know a lot in a lot of fields and see what you what subject you can you know create out of those approaches and yeah. theories, but it wasn't always like this. I think Slavic studies was A, a Cold War field, mm -hmm. and B, it was, if you study culture, it's, of course, a high culture. So <laughs> yeah. you can study 19th century literature, but already 20th century was, was a problem because it was heavily Soviet, so who needs to study Soviet literature, right? Yep. But, uh, yeah, we were lucky enough to, you know, basically write our dissertation on yeah, and to meet our teachers, uh, Helena Gashila, uh, Vladimir Podunov, Nancy mm -hmm. Kondi. So these are the people we worked with closely. Um, so, and we came to William and Mary. You came to William and Mary. I was first elsewhere at George Washington, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. So, and we've been there since well. 2003, I think, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so, fabulous place. Good. Highly yeah. recommend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, excellent students. Uh, some of, our, of them actually are now junior uh, colleagues. Yeah, um, yeah. We, I mean, we don't have a graduate program, uh, but our undergrads go um, quite frequently to PhD programs in a variety of fields. Sure. Uh, but we have several... Um, from Yale, who are currently teaching um, at UCLA. Vadim Schneider. Vadim Schneider uh, is at UCLA. 
I think uh, Jacob Lassen is at. He's at Harvard. He's at I'm Harvard. not sure. He's a Davis, Davis Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's mm -hmm. a postdoc. So mm -hmm. basically, yeah, we have very lucky students are smart. And <laughs> we have also students who do translation. Uh, for example, Rachel Faith is, is our alum with a major in Russian and Chinese. Sure. And uh, she uh, has been working actually for a number of private companies uh, with both languages. So that's kind of an example of a very different career track. Some yeah, sure. of our alums are in I work for the government, obviously. That's yeah. another kind of popular career track. Natural yeah. progression, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Right. And um, well, I must say that uh, we teach, you know, in uh, Russian studies and mm -hmm. film studies, but Sasha also teaches a lot for uh, gender sexuality and women's studies program. And he teaches, a, you know. Right. I well, I teach the intro course for them. I also teach a course, uh, uh, Feminism and Women's Culture in Russia, uh, which is actually one of our kind of freshman seminars. So yeah. it's a gateway into our actually major for many of our students. And I'm glad that this is the gateway. <laughs> uh, I think it gives them a very different idea about uh, how diverse uh, uh, well, Russian culture is and culture of the former Soviet republics. Sure. I mean, if, if that's a gateway, what was your gateway into getting interested in um, teaching that? My gateway was my dissertation advisor, <laughs> uh, Professor Helena Gashil, also one of the pioneers of, I would say, uh, studies of women uh, writers in our field. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I took her graduate seminar uh, on culture in Russia and this was my inspiration for designing this course when I joined the William and Mary program I mm -hmm. thought there should be a course which uh, gives students an idea about for example how rich is uh, actually a feminist tradition in Russia is because uh, well because of Richard Stites and his pioneering book uh, in the 80s uh, we kind of uh, in the field, got an exposure to the to this, but uh, uh, later uh, Barbara Held and other kind of uh, pioneers of uh, women's studies in our field uh, uh, developed the entire kind of subfield, which allowed us, on top of those giants, kind of, of um, uh, teach courses uh, such as my freshman seminar, for mm -hmm. example. But obviously. Uh, Helena Gashila was a huge influence, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yeah, she turned my mind around. And uh, yeah, because when we came, you know, we came as Soviet, of course, uh, yeah, people, right, <laughs> Soviet subjects, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there was, you know, we, we needed to be created anew, it's like clay, <laughs> uh, because not only about American academia, but mm -hmm. basically what it means to be a scholar in the sense that you know you do not repeat the given truths but yes. rather you know approach them critically as yes. they say mm -hmm. right so so and that we owe all of it to the university of pittsburgh you can ask you know petr petrov we know that <laughs> yeah. you know mm -hmm. you you work with him uh, you know i don't know what his opinion is about that but uh, you know obviously for right. us it was i think mm -hmm. uh, critical thinking as a kind of uh, way of uh, uh, 
uh, I don't know, approaching the world yeah. was something that uh, University yeah, no, of it... Pittsburgh uh, team gave us, the right. team of scholars. I should also mention uh, David Birnbaum. Uh, uh, he uh, he's a linguist, but he, he uh, he's also a digital humanities scholar, mm-hmm. and uh, we dabble in that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again, I think uh, without his uh, uh, encouragement and uh, uh, kind of holding our hand, I, I cannot imagine us being able to deal, for example, with. Uh, uh, at least kind of the basics of uh, coding. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's another mm-hmm. interesting aspect, I think, of the University of Pittsburgh PhD program, which, um, well, if somebody's planning to ever go there uh, as a graduate student, I think it's a, kind of an interesting aspect of this program that uh, they have uh, a good digital humanities uh, kind of s- part of the program. Yeah. A subtle shout out to University of Pittsburgh. <laughs> How can we not? It's like sec- second set of parents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so we've been talking about how you've been dabbling in a little bit of everything, a lot of a little bit of everything. Um, but you also uh, work a lot together. Uh, you recently in 2016 co-authored a book, uh, Film and Television Genres of the Late Soviet Era. Um, just wanted to ask, you know, how what is it like working together and what are some of the research, research topics that you've been sort of exploring together? Or, like, how have you found that your research topics also have been kind of going off on their own little directions as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say how you work with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one uh, useful aspect of working together is that we can guilt each other. Oh, perfect. I, I, I think uh, this... Uh, <laughs> That's exactly it. This does a lot for pushing forward the project. On the other hand, when you are procrastinating, it's both of you as well. Double fold. Yeah, yeah. No, no, seriously, when, when... it goes well when you kind of plan to, we sometimes like go to outer banks and just lock ourselves in some coffee house and can work for hours. And when there is a flow, it goes so well mm-hmm. and so productive and you can like basically edit on the fly. Yeah. Uh, other times it's, it's, it's not even a block. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's an entire mountain and, and then both of you are stuck. But yeah, we've been, yeah, so so this this book is one thing we are about I, to right. Yeah. So actually, well, we work together. Uh, another, uh, I think, useful strategy that we <laughs> learned and uh, uh, is uh, continuing working with our teachers beyond grad school. Uh, we participated in the collections, for example, edited by Helena Gashila, and uh, recently we're about uh, to release an edited volume, which is titled Cinemasaurus, recent uh, uh, Russian film. And we worked with our, again, um, uh, mentor and teacher, uh, Nancy Kondi. Mm-hmm. So we co-edited uh, this volume with her. And again, working with our teachers and continuing kind of working with our grad school professors is a uh, is a great actually opportunity and uh, I would say luxury because maybe it's not the most the be- kind of the best word, but I feel like it's uh, it's a gift that uh, yeah. they would continue talking to us <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, uh, um, 
because once you're kind of out of grad school, uh, uh, to keep this connection and this kind of intellectual community uh, is, uh, is a great gift. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, uh, like, for example, with, uh, again, we, uh, we work with uh, Nancy. Uh, David uh, Birnbaum allowed us to go back and to learn from him digital humanities, <laughs> kind of to, uh, to work, to be in his course. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I would say keeping kind of in touch with your uh, teachers uh, and uh, and yeah, we have really productive teachers who kind of continue to be so active in the field, and this is great. As far as the topics, I mean, basically, we are working on another collection on uh, recent uh, television mm -hmm. genres. So basically, we work together on a lot of topics in visual culture and contemporary uh, Russian visual culture. We also authored an article transgressive women i think like a couple of years ago um right it was about a, a kind of a, a trickster figure a female trickster figure in um, uh in soviet cinema okay. we kind Post of soviet and post-soviet and post-soviet finished yes yeah absolutely yeah yeah so uh, uh again uh, a book can be easily written about this because again again if you ask i think Russians, they remember those, for example, characters and actresses who play them from popular culture. Right. Uh, and some scholarship has been generated since then uh, about uh, this topic. But because of patriarchy, obviously, it's kind of <laughs> very often marginalized and those uh, famous com uh, female comedians are not as well remembered as uh, uh, male colleagues of theirs. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. about to say, yeah, I've, I've read some of the, the trickster scholarship and it, it's never been assigned any gender and it's always been a little bit like male. Well, focused. of course it is yeah. male. Yeah. I mean, talking about writing together, right? So the, the model, of course, in the early Soviet culture is Yevgeny Ilf, right? Yevgeny Petrov, uh, Yevgeny Petrov and Ilya 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 Ilf. Ilf. That's yeah. right. <laughs> right. And of course, you know, the kind of the archetypal trickster, Stav Bender, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but yes, um, I mean, Mark Lipovetsky's fabulous book, right, on, on trickster. Again, um, talking about another teacher. No gender <laughs> meaning, meaning always, right. you know. Yeah. I think graduate seminars point. with Lipovetsky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was at foundational for at us. Some point. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people went through there and all contributed. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, he was a Fulbright scholar for one year at Pitt, and this really. Yep, and we remain uh, inspired us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great, but but I mean, so, so basically, it's sometimes it's easier to to work together, especially mm -hmm. when you plan it out right. well. Um, but we also, you know, write separately, of course, for what whatever you know, uh, like for example, uh, recently uh, the. Um, uh, Rima Salis's contemporary, uh, the, the cinema, uh, Russian, Russian cinema, cinema reader, reader, right, uh, right. 2000, so we obviously wrote for, uh, 5, 2016, yeah. I think, right, yeah. Right. So you wrote on, uh, Alexei Balabanov's, uh, Zmorki, yeah, Dead Man's on, Bluff. Right, on Zbigniewski's uh, Yelena, mm -hmm. right, which is, I think, his best film, frankly. Right. Precisely because, you know, it's it's the topic of kind of class and money and family, right, which yeah. is universal. Yes. And you don't need any tricks up your sleeve, like <laughs> with uh, carcasses of big 
animals <laughs> thrown onto the shore. It's just, you know, yeah. as straight as that. Yeah, so. I know yeah. Uh, this is something that, uh, yeah, one thing I also want to mention is the Russian Film Symposium at the University of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. where, where we're all interned as grads. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is another kind of uh, moment which... Uh, 20 w- years. Uh, I haven't missed a single time. No. I think you missed one. Right. And you were blamed for it. <laughs> so we keep coming back because yeah. this is the place to see, it's a, uh, you know, the newest Russian releases. It's an amazing it's great. And research lab. Yeah. And again, our teachers actually welcome us and uh, they continue kind of working with us. So that's a great help and kind of inspiration and the moment where you kind of get together for a week uh, in this uh, kind of very creative environment, international, because they usually bring scholars from uh, as far as uh, obviously Russia and Australia, for example, well, yeah. and Czech Republic, I don't know, uh, the UK, yeah. Uh, uh, Austria, yeah, so yeah, from yeah. all over the world, scholars uh, of Russian cinema, yeah, so. Yeah. They haven't done television. They kind of stay with the cinematic side of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a lot of interesting things are but happening in television. Being grad stu- school yeah. students interning for them helped us a lot. And for mm-hmm. example, uh, building our program at William & Mary. I mean, so these are invaluable skills. That That's true. That yeah. is true. It's hands-on, a lot of it. And, right. Yeah, it's you, you very really hard when to... you're a grad student, but uh, it, it's really helpful when... It is uh, hard. When, uh... <laughs> I can confirm this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. look, you're, you're doing your podcasts. So you basically, you know, like, this is in addition to everything else you need to do. So. This is what you will take probably Good to the you. programs that you will be uh, either yeah, teaching yeah. or working yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, so... Well, hopefully. It's going on my resume. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it's honestly, it's it's very nice and encouraging to hear how much collaboration goes on even past your grad program. Mm-hmm. Even when you move locations, like the professional relationships kind of still stay intact, um, which is, I think, really vital in, in this kind of field where it's sometimes a little niche and sometimes it's a little small. Do you have sort of any advice on how to keep those professional relationships? Um, well, I think it's, first of all, it's all in, you know, it's up to you. Yeah. You, you basically reach out, you do not stay in your niche just because I think the field is also changing Mm -hmm. and there is a lot of information even that one person simply cannot get. Of course. You know, we all know that we're kind of flooded with information, but um, even if you are doing something like, you know, whatever, public policy, political mm-hmm. science or anthropology, right? Uh, we know anthropologists who write on cinema, right? Uh, Ushakin. Sergei Ushakin, Obviously, right. Uh, or t- and television. Yeah. So going to conferences as much as you can mm-hmm. and the conferences that are kind of an unlikely pairing to your uh, specific focus, I think uh, yeah. sometimes you will find there amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, kind of stay staying connected in a very productive way to people you studied with and that you met. Um, yeah. And um, I think 
co-authorship is a good thing, frankly, because uh, it you you just you know contribute things that are not the other person's strengths. Yeah, of course. So it's it's a like co-editing something mm-hmm. is certainly well. Really... I think uh, well in case of. Uh, well, Vladimir Podunov, one of our professors, uh, he very kind of early told us, uh, obviously go to, first he told us, go to Slavic studies conferences as soon as you can. But he also told us, uh, go to kind of adjacent fields conferences. Right, for right. example, Society for Cinema and Media Studies. Go mm-hmm. to a CMS. I mean, don't stay just... See what happens there. You might not find your crowd there, mm-hmm. but you will definitely find ideas. Yeah. And uh, so, some, you know... But, but yes, uh, going outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. which is not always something you want because you're already overloaded with <laughs> with jobs and information <laughs> and uh, commitments mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes it's just the the most unexpected of places mm-hmm. that will also create contacts that might be extremely helpful yeah you never in know the long run yeah exactly your approach is gonna exactly for you. and i would i would say stay connected to your department mm-hmm. or program or center Right. Of course, yeah. Because you know, um, you might go back at some point and yeah, find very interesting connections there. Yeah, but uh, you probably know it. Yeah. Know it. yeah, but conferences are great. I mean, networking. It's it's also extremely stressful the first few years you come here because. Uh, people seem to know each other, yes. and you seem to be alone. We've been there. It, it's extremely like scary and frustrating. Uh, and then uh, the more you go, the more people you know, the more you form your environment and your crowd, and you figure out actually what it is that you're interested in. Because right now it's it's a blur, I'm sure. You're, you're learning everything. Well, so there are also yeah. affiliated organizations like uh, we, for example, uh, well, there is a working group for cinema and television, uh, which is a kind of film studies organizations and television studies within, affiliated with mm-hmm. ACs. So uh, basically, you know, a lot of, like, there, there is uh, the, the women's studies organization, uh, there the is children's is culture organization. Lit- so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, DH uh, again. Digital humanities, right? And you, mm-hmm. yeah, if you go to those meetings, I mean, it's it's uh, just you know, kind of uh, brainstorming of ideas. Panels and for the next year. All of a sudden, you're like, "This is something that sounds so unexpected and so mm-hmm. you know right. what what yeah. interests me." So just floating around the soup. The soup. conference soup. The easy soup. <laughs> the easiest soup. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's it's. It has grown. It's so big now that they have to overlap things a yeah. lot. But it's better than, you know, thin offerings. And, and then we, we all know that it's not going to shrink anytime soon. Definitely not. For all the good reasons and the bad reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, you mentioned your book. You have a, a book coming out. A new one? Yes, a new one, yes. Um, can we expect anything else from you in the future? Something to look out for? Yes, we are also editing a volume on 
television series. Awesome. Uh, kind of genre approaches. With our co-editor Rima Salis. Right, our co-editor uh, Rima Salis. Um, so there will be all kinds of, and hopefully interviews mm -hmm. uh, with some um, kind of, well, practitioners uh, from Russia. Um, and we are working on another article, actually together again, um, <laughs> on um, there, it's a collection, I think, for Rutledge, uh, uh, edited by Marina Rajavin and Tim Hart on uh, archetypes or character archetypes in, uh, I think, late Soviet cinema, if I'm not mistaken. That's so, really yeah, so we are contributing an article and hopefully we'll <laughs> finish it all. In January. <laughs> right now that I'm listening, it, I'm like, ah. Yeah. Just you go to the Outer Banks, you find a coffee shop, and Precisely. you close the door. Precisely. <laughs> that's, that's the plan. That's the plan. That's yeah. the plan. Outer Banks, good in any weather. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to keep an eye out for that. Lena, Sasha, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank, thank you, Lera. Thank, thank you for inviting us. Slavic Connection is produced by the Center for Russian, East European, and Eurasian Studies at the University of Texas at Austin. Thank you.